Welcome to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. What's happening, the hot stuff? I'm a man who discovered the wheel and built the Eiffel Tower out of metal and brawn. That's what kind of man I Welcome am. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There That's right. It's the moment you've been waiting for. Oh, James, look at the butt on that. Yeah. He must work out. Time to stop worrying about your weight. Stop thinking about your jackass of a boss. And get ready to win with the Fat Jack. Here's the deal. I'm the best there is. Plain and simple. Nobody can hang with my stuff. It's a big, hairy American winning machine. If you play the games against the spread, this is the most important hour of your day. So sit back, grab some Funyuns, and get ready to win. And now, here he is, along with the Fat Jack Dancers, the number one sports consultant in America, the Fat Jack. Hello and welcome to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, the Fat Jack. The weekend is here, turning the corner into 2024. How's everybody doing out there? Hope you guys are having a great holiday season. You're ready to turn the page into the new year. This is the bowl edition of the Fat Jack Sports Hour. We're going to talk a lot about bowl games or over the last couple of weeks, uh, give you some free winners to help hopefully make your start to 2024 a profitable one and much, much more. Let me bring in my co-host from Louisville, Kentucky, Mr. Brandon Rush. Brandon, how are you, buddy? Filled with holiday cheer and not to mention all the money in our pockets over the last six weeks. It's been ridiculous. It has been, um, you know, and not surprising i mean we're we're just we're just dialed in and i we've said this a thousand times but when we get dialed in when i get dialed in brandon it can last a long time and that's what's happened here i mean i literally going back to the middle of october and certainly as we headed into november it's been just consistent winning weeks in, in football and basketball go to if you're out there driving around or you're one of those naysayer pessimistic i'm the grinch that stole all the winners and fun guy Go to FatJackSports.com, look at the results tab, and apply some common sense. Everybody gets the same plays. They're all posted there. They're documented. You'll see exactly what not only you would be getting if you weren't such a Scrooge and such a hater and you were signed up and and turning a huge profit this year betting the games, but you would also see with the clients that are signed up what they're getting and that they're winning. Um and you'll see that we are just absolutely, as Brandon said, dialed in, winning a lot of money. It's been a great, great uh, 2023 so far. 2024 is going to be as good. I talked about this last year, Brandon. Sports gambling is getting easier for guys like me, without a doubt. It's not even close. Because the general public is driving numbers away from where they should be. And I don't know if it's the way that I look at things, and I'm not the only one. There are other guys also, but it's definitely sure. the way that I look at things, the information that I value versus the information I don't value because a bunch of information out there. But I, it's 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 easy. It's been easy this year, um, and even the bad weeks. I mean, the last couple of years you could say this, but certainly this year, when we have a bad week, it's we'll turn our team will turn the ball over four times, or you know they'll a quarterback will get injured in the first quarter. Those type of things right. happen. What's helped this year even more is I've been able to stay away. I've, I've had a lot of these games where, you know, for instance, last week, I know Buffalo, their number one goal is to not turn the ball over. And so if they're capable in weeks one, two, three, and four, that was not their number one goal. Their number one goal is to win the Super Bowl. And they're going to do it however they need to, and, that, and that's how they went about their business. But I now know 
that the number one thing Buffalo is going to do is not turn the ball over. So if that's the case, then I've been able to stay away from some of the other teams that to turn the ball over, and I've been able to give my clients and myself teams like that that are more consistent from that randomness that turnovers produce. So it's just made it easier with the way that I look at things to find these teams that not only are going to win, most likely, if the turnovers are even, but then even go one step further and be able to dial into teams that I know for a fact are not going to turn it over as much because that's going to be literally their only goal from a play-calling standpoint, from a when-they-go-for-it standpoint, all of those different things, they're going to be conservative by nature, and we've been making a lot of money with those type of teams. Absolutely, and and that is 80% of what I think is the most important thing to what you as a, as a handicapper does is it's yes, it is putting clients on the right games, but keeping them away from the bad games is, is equally, if not more important than anything else that you can offer as, as a service. It's, it is. It's, it's the one thing I think that is, has improved. Um, you know, if you did a sort of a linear graph of, of how you've approved over the last decade, I think that is something that is is kind of flown under the radar and that people maybe don't realize. You're absolutely right. It is not just about and and, and you're right. I, it's been very a lot easier for me to recognize the games that yeah, maybe you know when the the Jets play Miami, all right? Maybe I don't love Miami. Or mm-hmm. maybe I don't love the Jets. You know, I, like the Jets would be the value there, right? You've got Hill out last week and you've got uh, the Jets have played so well the week before. They hanged 30 points in the game before that. And so they had really been flying high. So but the general public's always going to play Miami, always going to play them at home. But it's not – even if I love the Jets, and I didn't, but even if I did, I know enough to know that there's still enough variables or not enough consistent behavior, especially out of New York's team, to go ahead and release the game. So I just know to stay away. Don't play it at all. And that is – you're right. That's been a way uh, to keep clients off bad spots. And not only does that – produce more money long term because we uh, don't lose on those type of bets it also allows them to not push money up where they might want to otherwise so if I go with one of these games where I just you know Miami should be but I I know there's enough variables a lot of guys won't stay true to the numbers and they'll be like well he likes the Jets I like the Jets let's press it up Mm -hmm. Uh, and so it's been easier to not get caught in those situations over the last year right about decade or so um, definitely our profits gone up I've gotten better at this, like everything else. I mean, if you're not getting better at something, you're not, you know, you're, you're not trying, I guess. I mean, nobody comes into anything being the as good as they could possibly be. More information, more experience. I'd like to think, and I know the, the numbers produce it. I make a ton more money now than I did 25 years ago doing this. I won 25 years ago, but not as much now. It is really, really some big numbers, and clients are benefiting from that. I'm hearing from a lot of them. They're having trouble with bookies if they're doing it illegally, which hopefully they're not. Hopefully they figured out a way to do it legally. But that's the biggest thing. People are amazed at how much extra money they can make simply by following the information of somebody like myself that actually wins doing this. So if you want to become one of those guys, go to FatJackSports.com. It's not too late. We have a bunch of bowl games coming up. We're going to turn to 2024. Huge playoff run. Brandon, last year, the month of January, was our second or third most profitable month of the entire freaking year. Uh, we made so much money in January last year. Um, so there's no reason to think that the season's over. Football, you know, the Super Bowl's around the corner, all those type of things What might be go through some guy's head who missed the boat in September. 
it's nowhere near, and that's just football. You talk about basketball, and we haven't yet, but the basketball has been incredibly profitable, consistently profitable. What a 38-7 and seven run over the last 24 days at this point. 38-7, and seven, that's 30 games of profit in less than a month. Obscene, uh, all, it really uh, is. <laughs> it really is obscene. Um, the the bankrolls continue to go up. Guys are making a lot of money. And if you sign up and you, and you benefit from this, that's going to keep you from complaining later in the year if you missed all this. And then you call it, say, yeah, I went 6-5. and five. I didn't make any money. I'm going to say we went 38-7 and seven at the end of uh, December, middle of December, end of, of November. Where were you? Well, I wasn't on during that. Why not? Don't be that guy that misses out. You can get these games are less than $100 a week for the longer packages. As I said, we had into, this, into January, Brandon, player props, playoffs come around. We have in-game game props, all sorts of things that add profit. Go to, if you're out there, you're thinking about it. When you go to the results tab, go to, the la- go to last year, go to 2022 football results, and look at the last week, and, week or so and see how much money we made because that's what you're looking forward to if you're signing up now, fatjacksports.com. What, um, Brandon, bowl games are here. We've gone over basic thoughts of bowl games. I've all but resigned to comparing them to the NFL preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, now, it doesn't we make money in the NFL preseason? Go look at weeks one and two the last couple of years. We make a lot of money in the preseason. We're making money in the bowl season. We're going to make a lot of money in the bowl season. But um, – and by the way, I'm not going to talk. This shows this bowl show is going to run for a week or so. So I don't a couple weeks. I don't want to talk about last week, but it was undefeated in the bowls, undefeated on Saturday. I mean, just incredibly strong. Sunday we were eight and one again over the weekend. If you're listening to this over over Christmas weekend, eight and one again after eight and two the week before. I mean, just incredibly strong football. But, so there's going to be a lot of bowl money being made. But what what's your philosophy on bowls? What do you think? you know, is important or not important uh, as we head into this, the meat of the bowl season? When it comes to to bowls, especially for me as uh, gambling on games, honestly, if it's not a top-tier bowl game, odds are I'm not wagering on it. Um, even even though I know you're going to have a handful of picks on the the Liberty Bowl and, and you know, the Music City Bowl, I, I don't I don't have the same enthusiasm to – to wager on those games as I do say, you know, the Peach Bowl, the the the, the playoff games. Uh, so I, I kind of tend to, to to ease into that, much like I do in the preseason. You send out yeah. preseason games, and I'm just like, I don't know, I don't know. It's yeah. scary, but it's, it's, tough. it's hard You're not right. to trust you after after back to back eight win weekends. Yeah, it is tough. Now I will tell you, I have adjusted my bowl philosophy a little bit. Okay. Um, and, and so we'll see. It's so far so good. So far, it's doing great. And I, I expect that to continue. In the past, over the last decade or so, the bowl games were about quantity because you had a bunch of games that had you know, teams that were – I felt like when I did the math, I was ahead of the curve from where the line setters were. And so I was a little bit arrogant um, and that I felt like you throw out a, a large volume that you're going to get uh, – More gonna be on the misses. right. That's right. More hits and misses. And that's, you know, there's times of the year basketball. I do some of that as well. And that, as you said, as I said, 39 and eight run or whatever it's been, uh, 30 games of profit over the last three or four weeks. That sometimes runs in that same realm. Um, I'll have some losses, but a lot more wins and losses. I've adjusted this year. You'll see what you're going to see going forward. And so if you sign up at fatjacksports.com, you're going to get fewer um, uh, selections and fewer opinions probably. But you're going to get opinions on our best cases on all the bowl games. So I basically adjusted back. So there's going to be about eight to ten selections 
where we're going to pay our to- our, our uh, top bet amount in these bowl games, just the bowl games we're talking about. NFL, Katie bar the door. We're going to have big cards, five to six selections a week minimum, three to five opinions, eight to ten plays in the NFL. We're killing the NFL. It's not even close. Um, the Superbook contest, I'm four and one the last two weeks, which is dominating the NFL, as I typically do every year at this time. But the bowl games, there's going to be fewer selections uh, than than you would have gotten last year. Maybe over last year, we would have got 15 or so, or, or 20 selects, 15 selections or so. You would have gotten probably 10 to 12 uh, opinions, and then maybe a few of the here's the best case if you want to play the game. This year, what you're going to see, if I'm sending selections out, I fully expect I have, a, I have an edge in those games. I found an edge. And so I'm going to bet those like I do everything else. But there's not going to be the same volume as, as, as uh, normal. Uh, and the opinion, same thing, when I release opinion. But I'm going to give more, this is the best case if you want to play it. That allows those guys that want the volume, along with having the, the recommended bowl sheet, the mm-hmm. bowl analysis sheet, where you get a predictive file score in every game. If I don't give an opinion in the game, you can assume that bowl analysis sheet represents what I would have given out as the, if you want to play it, uh, position. Um, and those have done okay so far. They really have. They're, they're winning more than not. But there's a reason why we started the bowl season undefeated at this point. We're going to lose at some point, but not a lot with the selections and with the opinions have gone great as well. We're going to continue that, but it's it, there's just going to be more quality versus quantity this year, at least a little bit. So, so expect to, to be able to relax a little bit. If you're getting a game on the Old Dominion Liberty and you're getting a play or whatever, it's because I have an edge. I feel like I have an edge and we're going to play it. Otherwise, you're going to get the information. Play it if you want. Don't play it if you want. I have guys right now branding up so much money. If I said, you know, the, the sun's not coming up tomorrow, bet 20 bucks, they would do it. I'll be honest. My bankroll in my – I use I use three different apps uh, to place bets because I like to line shop. The bankroll in all three of those apps has doubled since Halloween. Yeah, it's it's been that type of run, and it's going to continue. So go to FatJackSports.com. It's going to continue strong all the way through the bowl season. As I said, I've said this every week for the last six weeks, and it has continued. Let's talk about the bowls in general. Uh, coming up after New Year's Day as we head into – uh, the you know the final push of bowl games. That's when when it really gets serious. You don't have to wonder whether there's going to be effort or not. Um, you can really kind of take advantage of these games. So where do you look if we're talking about New Year's Day or beyond? Um, where do you look? Uh, what, what's the most intriguing game? What are you looking forward to? Well, I, I think that weekend leading uh, up to up to New Year's really has some intriguing matchups. When you got the Cotton Bowl with Missouri and Ohio State. Um, that one is is a very, I think, exciting game for me. Uh, Ole Miss-Penn State, which is a massive coaching mismatch. And then, of course, Georgia-Florida State for the uh, the also-ran national championship game. Yeah, the, you're, those are those have storylines. They're like watching General Hospital. I mean, they literally are – you've got storylines. Like Ohio State, uh, now a two-and-a-half-point underdog. They open as a six-and-a-half-point favorite, a two-and-a-half-point underdog to Missouri. Their quarterback – Leaving town, he's out of there. I guess it went to Syracuse. He's gonna go play somewhere. I mean, they literally there is a there is there are some upset people in at Ohio State in Columbus, Ohio. They are upset, and if you don't know anything about the program, you can still see that by what's going on. Just read the paper. The, this team is not okay. A not being in the playoff, number one, and number two, Michigan being in the playoff. Yep. that is the season is over. That the is a double they, whammy right there. 
when they look up and Michigan's in the playoff, and they, I don't care what bowl game they're playing. By the way, Cotton Bowl, for people who don't know, has one of the best swag. You get more stuff. It's more fun and good free stuff at the Cotton Bowl than any, just about any other bowl outside of the playoff and that type of stuff. It's it's notorious amongst coaches and players for being a great bowl game for free stuff, the things they give you, the things you do. It's a great experience. Ohio State doesn't care about any of that. They are mad. And how much they're able to show up against a Missouri team that, Brandon, Missouri's still Missouri. Nobody's going to get fired up if you're Ohio State. How many players on Missouri's team were even recruited by Ohio State? Maybe three or four, and that's not generous. Many. Yeah, not many. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's a little bit like you'll get these up and down the line where you have teams that just, from a talent perspective, it's not even close. And that's that's absolutely a great, great one of those that – You've got, you know, a Missouri team that overachieved by almost everybody's standards. They are uh, now favored against Ohio State that is playing almost exclusively four and five stars, albeit without their starting quarterback. So Missouri is a two and a half point favorite in that game now at the Cotton Bowl. Any thoughts on what's going to happen in that one? I mean, you look at Missouri, if you looked at their resume, you just looked at their the teams they beat, the teams they lost to you would think, yeah, this is a team that probably should be in the top 10. And I'm willing to bet, Jack, 75% of the people listening to this show right now did not know Missouri was ranked ninth in the country. And that's not a that's not a knock on, on our listeners. That is just a, that's how Missouri's gone this year. I mean, win against Kansas State, which ended up looking really good. Uh, win at Kentucky, a win against Tennessee. Their only losses are LSU and Georgia. If if you took any team in the country that went ten and two and with those two losses to a Heisman Trophy winner and a back to back national champion, you would think, hey, this team's pretty damn good. When you throw the Missouri jersey on that the, on that schedule, you start to downplay it a little bit just because of Missouri's history. I think a lot of people are, are overlooking Missouri, and with everything that you talked about going on with Ohio State, I don't see how Missouri doesn't come out here and just impose their will on Ohio State in this game. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where, how much pride plays into this. And, mm-hmm. you know, kids, you have one team that has a bunch of kids or some kids entering the portal and looking, shopping for more money. And you have Missouri that uh, not only overachieved this year, but every time you know, I go on in Kansas City, I go on mm-hmm. in Wichita, I go on all over up there. And the, the, the other part of that is even amongst the people that follow that program really close, they – Every time they would think to themselves, they spent most of the year saying, all right, they're going to lose here. They're not going to mm-hmm. win. And they would out, outperform expectations. But then they would get to the point against the LSU or against Georgia. They're like, okay, now we're going to do something. If we get it done, and they would right. not. You know what I mean? I, from a, a talent perspective, I think we know exactly what Missouri is and isn't. Um, but you have some big question marks on the other side of the ball. I'm with you. I, I can't play Ohio State. I think that – uh, anytime, even though you've got a five-star quarterback, anytime you're playing a backup quarterback in this situation, um, they're going they're going to get have some wins. Certainly at the line of scrimmage, Ohio State is, but and there, I do believe pride will be a big part of this. But I, I think Missouri is more of you know it's a team sport, um, and this Missouri team pretty good offensively ranks in the top third of, of college football, um, averaging about thirty-two points a game. So I mean they score some points, and Ohio State. With a backup quarterback, I, I think this Missouri team gets into the 20s here, uh, mm-hmm. upper 20s. And if they get in the upper 20s, uh, you know, with all the holds out and all the guys going to the NFL and every, all the new players, even though they're very talented, um, it would be hard for me to play, uh, play Ohio State. Ohio State's defense does have a bunch of players playing, and they are third in the country in total defense. So 
11, uh, giving up 11 points per game, only behind Penn State and Michigan. Talking about the playoff, Brandon, I will tell you that the fact that I start looking at some of this stuff and some sirens start going off, all right? Anytime I see one conference with the top three defensive teams in the country, that tells me immediately that that, that conference doesn't have any offense. Yep. That, I mean, that should be the first flag to, to indicate when you're comparing, especially when, when conferences don't play balanced schedules, that, yeah, if you have three in the top ten, you begin to think that that entire conference doesn't play any offense. So to have three teams ranked that high, you really have to question the, their ability as a defensive unit and how they're going to handle playing a team that actually can play offense. And for the top five, Ohio's fifth in total defense. So when you're talking about, I think I should, when you're looking at your bowl season overall, you should definitely go with the, the perspective that if you have a team out of the Big Ten and they're playing an offensive team that can score some points, and Missouri would qualify for that. Mm-hmm. 32 points a game is not a bad number. So I would absolutely lean against – I'm, I'm going to be a Big Ten hater for the next three weeks or so, top to bottom, because I feel like that is a red flag that we can take advantage of, we can exploit. Now, you're like, well, Jack, what if that's the SEC? Well, if that's the SEC, it'd be different because the SEC has more talent on offense. But I don't believe that – who is the best win that Michigan and Ohio State have? If you look at their schedule, Brandon, who's the best win that either of those two teams have? I mean, Michigan's best win is Ohio State. Ohio and, and maybe and maybe the win at Penn State. Penn State, yeah, those are the two. Ohio State, what's their best win? Uh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame, yeah. Not even and close. Who, who, let's face it, not exactly setting the world on fire. That's what you're looking at. Now, listen, when we talk, we come back after the bowl season, and everybody says, yeah, you know, this big tail, wish I had looked at that, and da-da-da. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit like last week I came on here, and I said Dallas is going to get hammered by Buffalo. Yep. And a lot of people said, well, I don't know, Jack. Dallas looked really good against Philly, da da By the way, two weeks after you had said, hey, am I crazy for thinking Dallas might be a Super Bowl favorite? So to have that swing yep. you would, would indicate that you're onto something. Yeah, I, I know what the team is. I know what San Francisco is right now. I know what Dallas yeah. is. I know what Buffalo yeah. is for sure. And I really know what Kansas City is. So, Philly, the, Miami, by, we know. That's right. And by the way, when we get the playoffs, that the money's going to come rolling, brother, because I am dialed in on these teams. The teams that matter in the NFL, to for better or worse, I'm not saying they're all great. I know exactly where they are right now. So unless, you know, uh, Jalen Hurts goes down or, you know, Purdy goes. If something crazy happens where you take out what these teams are, I know I know exactly where they are, and we are going to take advantage of that. So back to the bowl stuff before we take a break here. If you're looking at playing the bowls, generally speaking, as we get into these bigger, high-profile games, you need an offense that's averaging probably 28 or more a game. You're going to make money if you bet against the Big Ten, and that goes all the way down to the Iowa's, to anybody up there that is playing in a bowl game for the Big Ten. Because what that tells me, when you have – for the top five defenses in the country, you haven't beaten anybody, you haven't played anybody but each other, and none of your offenses are any good, which also from a recruiting standpoint makes a ton of sense. Offensive players generally don't want to go play in BFE Ohio unless it's Ohio State or in Michigan if they can go to Georgia, if they can go to Alabama, if they can go to even Oklahoma, Texas, those type of places where it's going to be warmer, they're going to have more points, more opportunities, better numbers, all those type of things. Play against the Big Ten. 
this bowl season. That is your first free winner of the day. FatJackSports.com. It's bowl season. It'll turn into 2024. We're going to make a ton of money. Get signed up today. It's less than 100 bucks a week to make money. Basketball is up over 30 games over the last month. Repeat that. 30 games over the last month. Get signed up, guys. Everybody's making money. We're going to keep doing it as we head into 2024. You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1-800-298-1383 or the simplest thing. Log on to FatJackSports.com and get ready to win. Hey, this is the Fat Jack, and we're heading toward the new year, and it's time to be honest with yourself. Are you betting on the games, A, and B, are you winning? If you're not winning, why not? Go to FatJackSports.com. My clients are having an unbelievably great year, and we're going to do it even more as we head into 2024. Go to FatJackSports.com. It's less than $100 a week to win betting on the games, and you get the plays emailed to you for hassle-free winners. FatJackSports.com. Sign up today and win this weekend. Now, I don't want to alarm you, but the holidays are quickly approaching. The winter graduation season is around the corner, and I guarantee you know somebody's birthday that's coming up. And in this day and age, if somebody wants something, they go out and buy it for themselves. But you know what people forget to buy for themselves? Experiences. And you can't fully get the experience without a good ticket. We've partnered with SeatGeek, a ticket app that takes the confusion out of buying tickets. Maybe if you're looking for tickets for a conference championship game, an NFL playoff game, the Super Bowl, that boy band reunion tour, or any other concert that's out there, you can use SeatGeek to get the best tickets available. Plus, as a listener of the Fat Jack Sports Hour, you can take $20 off your first ticket purchase when you use the code FATJACKSPORTS, all one word, when you sign up. Nothing beats the gift of live experiences, and nothing is better than getting tickets to see your favorite team or artist play in person. Give the gift of an event and make it a memorable gift now at SeatGeek.com. Use promo code FATJACKSPORTS to get $20 off. Welcome back to the Fat Jack Sports Hour, and now here is our host, a man who would be great on a bowl committee. He is the Fat Jack. Thank you so much, Brandon. Fat Jack Sports Hour, segment number two. Bowl edition show, getting you ready for these bowl games, ready to head into 2024. Ask yourself, you know, the, the spot says it, but ask yourself, guys, are you betting on the games? Have you bet on the games? Whether you went to Vegas or not, you had a bunch of people go to Vegas, over, especially during the rodeo, mm-hmm. a bunch of people in Vegas. Uh, did you bet on the games? If you did, did you bet your own stuff? Oh, I'm just going to have some fun. I'm not going to sign up for Jack. And during that fun, how much did it cost you, or did you win? Uh, just be honest with yourself. I'm not saying did you, you necessarily – Did you what? actually have fun would be the would be. The did you have fun? Too. Did you have extra money when you went to the strip club or when you played the big wheel or whatever it is just you did? Or did you end up eating in an out burger, not so much because you wanted in an out burger, but because you couldn't afford to go to the steakhouse? I mean, well, how did it actually go? And then if you weren't in Vegas and you're betting weekly, how has your season gone? Check your balance and ask yourself, how is my season gone? If you're a client of mine, the answer to that is I had steak. I was tucking 20s instead of ten, instead of 1s. I ate in and out burger because I loved it. And then I went to the steakhouse for caviar because everybody is making money with my plays, including myself. If you want to get signed up and you want to start making money, it's very easy. You get the plays emailed to you, very inexpensive, less than 100 bucks a week for the longer packages, even like this weekend during these big games, somewhere between, and you've got, you know, Saturday, Sunday, NFL, Saturday, Saturday, Monday, bowl, bowl games all weekend long. These huge holiday weekends are very, very profitable because there's a lot of games. Um, go to FatJackSports.com, and it's only you know, 129, 149, something like that, depending on when you're listening to the show through Monday. Or the better deal, go through at least 
the NCAA championship game, you're going to get all those weekday games that are coming up over the next week or so and going to make you some money um, this bowl season. Had an issue on an airplane, Brandon. All in all, you've been, you've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. How many issues, quote unquote, and I'm using air quotes here for those listening on the radio or on the podcast. How many incidents have you had on airplanes? Oh, boy. If you had to put a number on it. I mean, are we are we over in, under 20 and a half? Intentional issues, like what I either caused issues or Issues that you caused to. or, or were, were privy to, yes. Yeah, because I, what I don't count is the time that I was walking down, which actually relates to this story. I don't count the time that I was walking down the aisle with – this is when Sonic was in the Oklahoma City airport, and I had the Route 44 cherry lime slush. And I tripped over my bag, and I dumped the Route 44 cherry lime slush, the whole full thing, right on top of this dude. Oh, man. And I literally – I was going to sit in that seat. I was going to sit on the window, and I I literally said, you know, I'm there's nothing for me here. I'm so sorry. There's, there's no way you can recover from there's that. There's not right? enough napkins to handle what's going on in this row. <laughs> I mean, I basically said that with a, not even not even by just a straight face. You know, there's not enough napkins, and I cannot tell you how sorry I am that I just dumped the Route 44 cherry lime slush all over you before this three and a half hour flight to Vegas. So I don't count. It's tw- about 25 or so. Okay. It's between okay. 20 That's and fair. 25. That I've either were, and that and this one falls into that. I'm going to tell a quick story, and then we're going to get back to it because there's a lesson here, Brandon. There's a lesson. There always I, is. It's just I, whether you're 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 aware aware enough to extrapolate a lesson from it. Well, and, and really, the question is whether it's me giving a lesson or whether a lesson that I should be learning. Oh, because those are fifty fifty. Also, um, a lot of times afterwards, I'll be like, you know what? In hindsight, probably should I should have should have yeah not said or not done that. This one is not that. This is me giving a lesson. Um, so I'm, I'm flying from Vegas to Tampa. Five-bagger, Brandon. It's a five-bagger. Five-hour flight on Southwest. Um, and I'm leaving Vegas. And I'm, I'm actually in a very good mood at this point. I mean, hard but not to sitting, be after the week that you had. But, yeah. Right? I mean, I literally, I've got more. I've, my biggest problem is I can't take. I'm going to go over go to the Bahamas for a few days. And I can't take. They only let you take $10,000 cash there. I like fifty thousand. I mean, I got I got to find. I'm a I guess stored on the boat or something. I'm figure out something. I got I got to get a safety deposit box in Florida. Anyway, so I I'm walking. I, I sit down in my seat. I'm in the aisle. The guy across the row and up one is on the aisle. He has put his wife in front of me. So it's me, the wife in front of me, and then over on the other side of the aisle to the left is this guy. And he we're all going to Tampa. Five bagger. He. There's a person on the – they've said it's a full flight about seven times. This guy, he's got a guy on the window, an open seat in the middle and him. The entire flight – and I just happened to look up because I don't normally pay attention to this. But everybody that came down wanted to sit in that middle seat. He would say, that seat's taken. That seat's reserved. That seat's reserved. He went with the old, I'm going to – it's reserved. Even though you're not supposed to reserve on Southwest, they're very clear about that. Take any open seat, especially when it's down in the middle. This guy is given the – everybody that came up, and literally there were 20 people. His wife sitting on the other aisle. He uh, That's reserved. That's reserved. That's taken. That's Guys, if you want to keep the middle seat open on Southwest, then start flying private. Man up. And fly private. If you're going to get on an airline where the seats are not assigned, then people, it's random. It's luck. 
you can spread out. I'm okay with the spread out. But do not purposely and intentionally divert people from that middle seat. That is wrong. It's bad karma. And karma will catch up with you in the form of the fat jack. So I, after the whole plane, guess what, Brandon? There's one seat open on the entire plane. And guess what seat that is? It's the seat between this guy who has literally told everybody on the plane it's reserved and this other dude on the window that I think was in cahoots with him. Okay. They both had decided that this was going to be the thing. So I'm now, now we take off. We're going. I, I thought if I was still super fat, I would have gone. And it wasn't a five-hour flight. I would have got up from my aisle seat and gone over and said, yeah, I'm going to take this seat. It's not reserved. I'm going to sit here. And I just spread. But I thought to myself, you know what? Five hours of me between these two guys that are literally trying to cheat the system and have no soul, I can't handle five hours. So instead, I just brood on it for like an hour. And from I just sat there behind. from a row behind, and I'm just eagle at piercing the back of his skull, just thinking, <laughs> how am I going to bring this up without me being – and I've gone through every scenario in my head. I'm, I've got to say – I've got to say, hey, hey, jerk, you can't save middle seat, da-da-da. And I, I've, I've gone through the whole thing. And every one of those – it's him turning around saying, mind your own effing business, and his right, wife who's right. right in front of me. Giving, so it's all – it really would be me not minding my own business in the end, even though I was right. I go through Interjecting yourself into, into something that had nothing to do with you. That's right. I, there would be a, a number of people on that plane that would have said, this commotion, the reason we're stopping in Boise right now is because <laughs> this commotion you, was caused by this guy. You got upset about something that didn't even happen to you. That's right. That's exactly right. I'm on the aisle next to a thin girl that's going to Tampa to go suntan. I need to just keep keep my mouth shut. So I, 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 you know, my growth, Brandon, I ended with that. So instead, when the drink orders were being taken, I got up. I went to the front of the plane and said, I am really, really thirsty. Can I go ahead and get – I always get a Coke, by the way, but I thought, you know what? I'm going to get a cran apple. And I thought to myself, I'm going to get a cran apple instead. So I got, I went up and said, I'm really with her. Can I please get a cran apple? So I got a cran apple. I started down the aisle. I tripped over myself, basically, and I dumped my cran apple all over this dude two and a half hours into a five hour flight to Tampa. So the guy who you were staring daggers into for the better part of an hour, yep. you then decided not to say something. Nope. Because, again, personal growth, yet karma, in the way of the Fat Jack, came via a spilled drink in his lap. A a two-and-a-half-hour sticky cranapple (laughs) ride from Vegas to Tampa. Hope he won with my picks when he was in town because the rest of that flight did not go well. And, in fact, I apologize for dumping my drink on him because I acted like it was not intentional. The the, the lesson is, Brandon – if you're going to do something horrible, understand that people are watching. And there's some of us out there that can't sit five hours idly by while you sit next to an open seat without the very minimum mistakenly or unintentionally, whatever, dumping a drink in the middle of your lap. So, um, two, two things from me. Um, one, were either of the gentlemen surrounding the open seat larger gentlemen who Southwest I, would accommodate the open seat for? I, I love where your head's at. That's the first place I go. And absolutely not. They were both smaller than me. Two, this is why I always sit in the window. That is a great idea because that guy who I'm pretty sure was in cahoots with him, it's hard to dump your drink on a guy in the window on accident. You yep. have to literally lose consciousness to do that, which yep. I thought I thought before about that. I could lose consciousness, have a seizure or something, and fall into the seats, and but I didn't do any of that. I just 
Um, just let me, all right, FatJackSports.com. Go get signed up. Sorry the story took so long. But there's some karma rolling around out there. I do not like people who cheat. The, if this is a survival of the fittest, if we're Lord of the Flies, Brandon, I'm going to do much better because I'm not waiting in line for most people. I would and love Fra- to see you on a, on a show like Survivor or Big Brother because I feel like you would you would thrive in that element. I, I don't know. I think they'd vote me off immediately. That's I would a want distinct to, possibility as well. I would want to fight everybody with a coconut or something. You know, I would be piling up coconuts to throw at people who had wronged me. So I don't know. I don't know that I'm or even, even a perceived thing. wrong, or in this case, yeah. a wrong that didn't even occur to you. It occurred to everybody. Everybody on the play. We're a team. There's no I in Southwest, Brandon. All right. <laughs> We're a team when you get on that plane and there are no there are no assigned seats. Everybody is a team. And that somebody had to sit next to some fat guy in the back or something because these two guys decided to cheat the system and I won't have it. If That's also why it. I sit in the back of the plane, just because when I do get the extra seat, I don't have to worry about someone making a whole whole scene. If I was you, Brent, I do this. I go if I'm on Southwest, I go find the biggest possible person on the window that I can find. Mm-hmm. Especially when I was really, really big, I would find and I would I would belly up to that aisle seat and say, you know what? Take your chances. I mean, every once in a while you'll get nine hundred pounds in that row because yeah. it would be me on yeah. the aisle. That's that's the that's the the only flaw in that in that idea is that you're about okay, we're about to close the door, about to close the door, and then you here get a, someone the size of a refrigerator that comes in and you're like, damn it. Yeah, here he comes. And now we got nine bills on the in the row. I mean, it is a sandwich. I mean, it is mm. all just packed in there and grease, sweat going it's the whole thing. There's so not enough like, fans overhead to to help that 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 row and you just chalk that up as an l yeah. you know but at least you did it fair you played you hope, fair you hope that's just the connecting flight to dallas that's right you definitely a five bagger i mean stakes are high so you got to be careful on those fatjacksports.com get signed up guys basketball is incredibly hot right now bowl selections are out bowl analysis sheet has gone out as well it's time to make some money what do you think about lsu wisconsin brandon lsu uh number one offense in the country they're playing a Wisconsin team that defensively has been really good. They're, they're really a, a rich man's version of Iowa. In what, a poor man on defense, a rich man on offense. They score a few more points than Iowa. They play really pretty good defense overall. Uh, why is this number only 7.5? LSU's 13th ranked in the country. Uh, total's 54. That tells me, of course, LSU's quarterback declared himself for the draft. you got these players that are opting out, so you're getting yep. backups again. But I think there's an opportunity here. With Wisconsin, because if you don't play defense, a team like Wisconsin that can score some might have a little more offensive success against a, an LSU offense. You would expect to take a couple steps back against at least a competent defense. What are your thoughts on that one? I mean, Wisconsin hasn't scored north of 25 points since September. That, to me, is a, is at least a little bit concerning. Um, that said, LSU, I mean, eh, defensively, they weren't exactly stellar. So maybe the style of play that Wisconsin plays might be a little bit different than what they're expecting. And given the fact that they're going to have to replace their Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, they're not going to have the same flow offensively that they would have had, say, in in mid to late October. So I, I, I see what you're getting at. The inability for Wisconsin to score consistently, though, would concern me, even though LSU is not great defensively. Yeah, I think the better plays on the under. I mean, you've got you've got an offense that has to take a regression with LSU based on mm. the, the quarterback not playing and some of the different players they have opting out. Um, and then you have Wisconsin that plays pretty good defense overall. I mean, they're not giving up a ton of points. It always worries me to be in a conference, as I said, 
where nobody really took it would exploit what Wisconsin is or isn't defensively because most of the weeks they're playing teams that aren't they don't capable. score a bunch of points. They're yeah. not capable of putting up points, right? Exactly. So I would look under in that total. I do think you're right. There's going to be less scoring with Wisconsin. Uh, they haven't been scoring a bunch. But the total's down a little bit. You're going to get some general public over because they just think LSU, even with the quarterback being gone, you know, it's team sport. They'll put somebody in there. Uh, you have well, another and, and like game. you said, like you said, sorry to interrupt you, but like you said earlier, that where how you're succeeding is because the general players are flooding the market and moving lines. How many of those people are going to are just going to see LSU? Oh, the quarterback from LSU won the Heisman. Boom, let's bet them. Not even knowing that Jaden Daniels has declared for the draft and isn't going to be playing in the game. There will be people that are literally just guessing on what they saw all year yep. long, yep. which is the quickest way to go broke in the bowl season. I mean, it's, it's not even the same team a lot of times. I mean, just yep. totally. Anytime you lose, and we just talk about Ohio State. Now we're talking about uh, LSU. Um, some of these teams that are so quarterback driven, but playing in meaningless bowl games. It's really difficult for those t- to know what those teams are because even if you get a good backup, I mean, he might be a good backup, but um, you he's know, inex- he's, he'll be inexperienced because he hadn't played, and he's playing a team that has a winning record, no matter who it is. I mean, they're not playing a bad team where he can kind of get his feet underneath mm-hmm. him. Those extra practices help, but not to that extent. The one below that also interesting: Iowa, Tennessee, Tennessee. Not scoring a, as many points, not as offici- offensively efficient this year, but certainly more offensively efficient than Iowa. And if you believe kind of my narrative with the Big Ten, maybe Iowa, all, all Iowa showed us was that they can't score against defenses that are probably overrated. And their defense might be a little overrated because they played a bunch of teams that couldn't score offensively. So if you if you like my Big Ten narrative, Tennessee should beat up on Iowa pretty good, right? You would think, however, Tennessee, the four best defenses they played, uh, Georgia, Missouri, Alabama, and uh, Texas A&M, they scored 20, 27, and 10. And 20 might be enough against Iowa. That 10 may be enough against Iowa. but Yeah, yeah right. I mean, I, I just think Iowa's offense, I think we know is bad. I, I'm mm. not saying that – I don't want to say that, that uh, Big Ten defenses are good. I, I want to say defensive – uh, uh, Big Ten defenses are not as good as the, as the market believes, and so if you're bad offensively in the Big Ten, you're even worse than you might be against in another conference. So I'm taking that narrative as far as the top five or six teams in the Big Ten, and this is another one of those opportunities. If Iowa's offense is, is, is worse than, than I think, which I think it is, which it's hard to be worse, but I think it's worse, and their defense isn't as good, a team coming out of the uh, SEC, even a team, as you said, did not play well against um, good defenses, and I would say those are as good, if not better, than Iowa's defense. Certainly, Georgia is. Um, I think I think you got some value with Tennessee. That's another free winner for people out there playing. Look for the Vols to roll it up on Iowa. I, I, Iowa didn't score against anybody. I mean, what was the, what was the most points Iowa had this year against who? You know, um, it was. In the non-conference, they hung forty-one on Western Michigan. Okay, you get nothing um, against, for that. Against a uh, the only other Power Five school that they played was Iowa State, who they play every year. They scored twenty. Twenty. That that was the most points they had in any game. Other than Western Michigan was Iowa State. Uh, in, in the in the non conference, in conference they uh, they put twenty six on Michigan State, who was absolute trash. Yeah. Um, but they did not score. They scored over twenty once in the last seven games. Tennessee that was 22, minus- uh, 22 on Rutgers. 
Tennessee minus the seven and a half against Iowa. That's your second or third or fourth free winner <laughs> of the day. Fatjacksports.com. We're giving away some free winners, but if you want to make money, go get signed up at fatjacksports.com. It's very inexpensive. These bowl games are going to produce a lot of profit. The NFL, nobody in the country, nobody is as dialed in making as much money weekly in the NFL as I am. Seven and two a week ago on Sunday. What was eight and one? Eight and one weekend in football last weekend. Uh, Sixteen and three over the last couple weeks in football. I mean, just dominating the books. That's all that. There's so many. I don't know how else to say it other than. We're absolutely dominating the books. If you want to make money, go get signed up. You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1-800-298-1383 or the simplest thing. Log on to FatJackSports.com and get ready to win. Now, I don't want to alarm you, but the holidays are quickly approaching. The winter graduation season is around the corner, and I guarantee you know somebody's birthday that's coming up. And in this day and age, if somebody wants something, they go out and buy it for themselves. But you know what people forget to buy for themselves? Experiences. And you can't fully get the experience without a good ticket. We've partnered with SeatGeek, a ticket app that takes the confusion out of buying tickets. Maybe if you're looking for tickets for a conference championship game, an NFL playoff game, the Super Bowl that boy band reunion tour, or any other concert that's out there, you can use SeatGeek to get the best tickets available. Plus, as a listener of the Fat Jack Sports Hour, you can take $20 off your first ticket purchase when you use the code FATJACKSPORTS, all one word, when you sign up. Nothing beats the gift of live experiences, and nothing is better than getting tickets to see your favorite team or artist play in person. Give the gift of an event and make it a memorable gift now at SeatGeek.com. Use promo code FATJACKSPORTS to get $20 off. Hey, this is the Fat Jack, and we're heading toward the new year, and it's time to be honest with yourself. Are you betting on the games, A, and B, are you winning? If you're not winning, why not? Go to FatJackSports.com. My clients are having an unbelievably great year, and we're going to do it even more as we head into 2024. Go to FatJackSports.com. It's less than $100 a week to win betting on the games, and you get the plays emailed to you for hassle-free winners. FatJackSports.com. Sign up today and win this weekend. Hey, it's Brandon Rush from the Fat Jack Sports Service. If you want to stay in touch with everything related to the Fat Jack, follow us on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, you name it. We are there at Fat Jack Sports. You can also watch the Fat Jack Sports Hour on YouTube every weekend. Plus, see funny clips from the show, see Jack's appearances on the nationally syndicated TV show Beat the Odds. Stay connected to the Fat Jack at Fat Jack Sports on all the socials and on YouTube. Welcome back to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. And for the final time in 2023, the man personally responsible for bringing about a 12-team playoff, he is the Fat Jack. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, Brandon, I, I think that we definitely had a hand in it. I mean, we uh, before they had a playoff, I kept yelling. These December shows were full of me just screaming at people. How do we not have a playoff? We've got to have a playoff, blah, blah, blah. Uh, talking about all the riders that were deci- deciding national champions. And then it went to four, and I immediately said four's not enough. We need eight, probably 12. So, uh, starting next year, we're not going to have to worry about this same uh, thing that we're worrying about now with these four teams because we're going to have eight or twelve. We're going to have twelve, and that then we're going to know who the best team is. I still think Georgia would probably be a favorite or at least a co-favorite to win the national championship had they made it in the playoffs. I understand why they didn't. I'm just saying that this is there's a real fine line between Georgia and and whoever uh, wins this four team playoff. Um, FatJackSports.com get signed up today. 
Um, I will tell you, Brent, I'm I'm down here in Florida right now. I'm we moved the boat over to West Palm, and everybody is stopping and taking pictures of the boat. You know, the, our, our our boat is a 80 foot Lazara. It's called Prestige Worldwide. <laughs> And everybody loves it over here. They're, they're stopping up. I had guys singing Boats and Hoes to me earlier. Boats and Hoes, you know, singing the song to me. Yeah. They were giving a slow clap and standing up and stuff. But I don't, I don't think they're used to, over in this highbrow area, yachts pulling up that say Prestige Worldwide on them. So that's good. But, I mean, to know means you have to know. And that's, and that's what it is. It's funny. About 20% of the people, it's a viral response. They absolutely love it. And the other eight, you're like, what? What does he sell jewelry overseas? Look, look what at is this that? pompous ass over here with the prestige world. Come yeah, on. they don't even know what it, they, they look confused. They'll look at me confused like, okay, what is that? And if they say that, you don't even explain it to them. Yeah. I, it doesn't, there's no way to get it back to a place where they would ever understand why you'd name a boat that. So, uh, but fatjacksports.com, go get signed up. I've been craving, you know, ballers, Brandon, we, we advertise this, this company. If you're around the country, if you're ever in Oklahoma, go buy this new place on Meridian called Ballers. They have potato skins I've been craving lately. Mm. So really, really good uh, potato skins and burgers. They, they, it's basically like uh, they've got couches where you can watch the games, have a private room, uh, a game room. Really, really nice. So uh, it's over on South Meridian, 13th of South Meridian, Oklahoma City. But I've been craving their potato skins. I love West Palm, but there is not a ballers down here. So um, I will be hitting that the minute I get back in town. Let's talk about the playoffs. Um, Alabama, Michigan, Texas, uh, Washington. I thought it was an interesting choice from the the uh, stations to run the Texas Washington game second. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I, I I get it. Kind of. I, here's the thing. The the marquee game I, for for me is I think I think for most people the general public is going to be Michigan Michigan Alabama. They don't want to run into a situation where they had last year where it was literally counting down to midnight as Georgia was was winning that game, you know, laid on a field goal. Um, so I think that they, they, they wanted the attention shifted maybe a little bit earlier. I'm still surprised, though, at the times they selected for the kickoff because Texas-Washington definitely has the possibility to run past midnight Eastern. Um, so that, that could be a little, a little interesting. But I'm not surprised that, that Alabama-Michigan is the earlier of the two games. Yeah, I didn't really have a – I guess if you just said which of these is the feature game, I I probably would have said Michigan Alabama, but it might also have to do with the you know the seeds. I mean, you um, anytime you have the one one four in theory, and they may have decided this ahead of time, but the one four is going to uh, you know that's not going to be as good a matchup typically as you're going to get on a two three. Uh, a line standpoint, Michigan's a one and a half point favorite of Alabama, so that's supposed to be the more competitive of the two games. Mm-hmm. A total forty five and a half on that one. Um, that's played in the Rose Bowl. If you've never been to the Rose Bowl, I highly recommend it. Fantastic place. venue. Fantastic yeah. venue. Beautiful place to watch a game, especially when you're not watching Georgia. I was watching Georgia, Oklahoma. I got a headache immediately. There's too much barking. I mean, so There's much barking going yep. on. But really, still a great place if you're going to have to deal with barking. That's a good place to, to watch it. Um, Texas, uh, that's going to be at, at uh, for 2 p.m. Uh, West Coast time. So that's a pretty you know mid-afternoon start for them. Um, Texas, Washington going off the Sugar Bowl down in New Orleans. That is a uh, 8.45 kick. Uh, Texas, four-and-a-half-point favorite over Washington, uh, the undefeated Washington team. What are you getting from that line? Is this just people don't think the Pac-12 is what it, what it is, or, or what do you think about that? I, I think that it's a, a bit of Texas getting the the hype of you know really kind of turning their season around so to speak after after that loss to Oklahoma, and then you know them just being on a fast track in the Superdome. 
um, playing closer to home. Um, I don't think Washington has played a game indoors this year, so I don't know if that is baked into it at all. Uh, but I, I think I think they value Texas's speed over what Washington's put on film this year. I think both of them are great games. If Florida State had gotten in against either one, I might have I might have boycotted. Blow yeah, up. I would. I would boy. They've been fourteen point underdog, and everybody said, "Well, they were undefeated in conference, and they beat up teams." I mean, with the, where the quarterbacks over sitting on the bench, not playing, nobody would want to care or talk about that. Uh, it would be a. Uh, I, I might ban the entire thing, but they got four competitive teams. I'm excited about the semifinals. Um, I just, it, to me, it's going to be about which of these coaches outside of Nick Saban. Which of these coaches are willing to open it up? I think there's a lot of parity in college football. I've been saying that for a month. And so there's not a ton of difference, I don't think, between Alabama's flawed. Alabama's a flawed team, for sure. Yep. Um, they're not the Alabama from three years ago. But I really like Nick Saban over Harbaugh in this spot. I think Harbaugh has, has – and, again, we're talking Big Ten. Who have they beaten? Who's their best win? Um, if they And the problem with me is that I just think there's a ton of parity. So I, I, I definitely like Alabama in the game. But if I'm wrong, and by the time we get to this game, I'm going to have a much better feel. I'll be watching these other Big Ten games. So if you're out there and you're looking to place a bet later in the bowl season, watch these Big Ten teams because I always try to prove or disprove theories going into these other games. And so I will definitely be looking at how how these earlier Big Ten teams fare, especially offensively, Um, and if they – happen to uh, struggle like I think they're going to, then I'm definitely going to release Alabama. If they happen to play different, maybe I'll back off that because I do believe Alabama's flawed. The other game has two coaches and two teams that are totally new to this environment. Yep. That, to me, is a big problem. Um, I don't think Sarkeesian is a very good coach. And I, I know there's going to be Longhorn fans that are like, oh, what are you talking about, Jack? You take them to I, They get great talent. They have incredibly uh, incredible facilities. They have a great tradition, I guess. Um Austin's an incredible place, and I under they're good at recruiting. I really believe they do a great job of recruiting. But as far as an X's and O's coach, I do not love Sarkeesian. I really don't. And I've seen him two or three times this year. He has cost, I believe, their team certainly from covering, which is what I care about, and um, almost cost them a game against TCU. So I don't know what they're going to do. My, my thought is that they're going to go conservative. And Washington, I don't know what they're going to do. They they come from the Pac-12. They play more of an open style. They do go for it more on fourth down out there, those type of things. So both very interesting games. Who do you think makes the finals? I think it's Bama, and I think it's I think it's Washington. I, I got a weird feeling about it. Uh, so both, both underdogs win, um, and I think there's a ton of points in both these games. Yeah, I, I definitely I, – both of them – could have a lot of points. Alabama I've said this for a couple of weeks now. Alabama and Michigan, it's all going to be about the imagination of the offensive game plan, especially in early downs. Neither of these teams can line it up and run it into the other's line of scrimmage and win. They're going to have to mix it up on first down. And Alabama has proven over the last two or three years they have done a better job of that. Uh, they've been very, very good at, at mixing it up and – um, especially on early downs. And so even though they're flawed, now they turn the ball over, all bets are off. But I think they could definitely get it done there. If Michigan, you know, at some point, Michigan, I think, may have learned from last year a little bit. You've got to be imaginative mm-hmm. on early downs in these playoffs. So you you do expect Harbaugh to improve 
his coaching philosophy from year to year based on the results from previous year. So I'm not counting them out by any stretch, but um, that's going to be the key. Watching the first quarter of that game, whoever is is brave enough to run some play action on first and second down, get outside the pocket, open up the offense, that is your eventual winner, providing turnovers or even, because both these teams are very, very competitive. Go to FatJackSports.com. You don't want to have to guess or worry about all these things. You're going to be doing the holidays, doing the New Year's stuff. You don't want to have to worry about what's going on on these other bowl games that you may not want to watch. I'm going to be able to help you with that. Sign up through the uh, national championship game. You're going to get the bowl analysis sheet for free. That's a predictive final score on every game, along with the selections, along with the opinions. As I said, January was our third most profitable month of the entire year last year, Um, and only third because I, I didn't release more early in the month. Um, that we definitely could have been the second most profitable month. So, and that's in football, not basketball, just football. So, go get signed up. Go through the Super Bowl. It's less than hundred bucks a week. March Madness best rates available right now. After we get back from the New Year's, Brandon, the preseason rates will be out and ready. You can pay off the service fee over up to ten months. You get the lowest rate of the entire year. You're going to get the baseball season for free. It is the time of year when smart gamblers make a decision that makes them money all year long. That comes up right after we get back from the New Year's. So stay tuned for more information on that. How are we doing on time? We need to get out of here. All right, brother. Happy New Year. Prosperous 2024 to everybody out there. Please don't drink and drive when you're out there enjoying your holiday weekend. Until next, wager responsibly. Until next week for Brandon the Fat Jack. This has been the Bull Edition of the Fat Jack Sports Hour. You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1-800-298-1383 or the simplest thing. Log on to FatJackSports.com and get ready to win. Hey, this is the Fat Jack, and we're heading toward the new year, and it's time to be honest with yourself. Are you betting on the games, A, and B, are you winning? If you're not winning, why not? Go to FatJackSports.com. My clients are having an unbelievably great year, and we're going to do it even more as we head into 2024. Go to FatJackSports.com. It's less than $100 a week to win betting on the games and you get the plays emailed to you for hassle-free winners fatjacksports.com sign up today and win this weekend